I just don't know what I was thinking. I, I mean, I thought we were happy together. It's this damned village. It's so God's damned boring that the only thing left to do is have affairs. But I've never strayed from her. I was always good to her. Always did what was right. We could have traveled the realms together if she needed some kind of adventure in her life. You know that's not possible. We can't leave the confines of this village. If you tried to walk through the doors, they wouldn't open. But I've been thinking about that, though. Now, we keep hearing those players run around. The doors open and close when they come and go from the village. If I time it right, maybe I can charge out of the door and finally see what lies beyond them. Don't be ridiculous. It'll never work. Even if we were fast enough to get out of the doors, the only thing you'd see is a black load screen with nothing to load into. You can get stuck in a limbo, or worse, you could end up glitching into Matthias's whack shack. No horror plagues any city more than knowing that that man has an entire building devoted to getting lucky with himself. Ah, the door's already opened, and here comes a player. <sighs> Better get ready to send another player off to fight the dragon. Honestly, why do we have to keep spawning this dragon? Seriously, if players would stop coming around, we could live in peace. We should find some way to bug the icons over our heads. No quest icon, no dragon. Uh, here he comes. Let's just get this over with, and maybe he'll eliminate it quickly at least. Let's just do it. That's what any woman whom Matthias has been with has said at least once. <laughs> hey, well, here we go. <clears throat> oh, Traveler, Osterbrook is in dire trouble. It's good you arrived when you did. We've been plagued by a terrible dragon. I've heard it touch down in Brightwood and torched everything for a mile. One of the refugees from Brightwood survived, though he was badly burned. He came to warn that the dragon might be on its way here soon, but we haven't prepared for a dragon attack. The fate of the village rests in your hands, brave adventurer. We owe you everything if you can. By the gods! It's here! Everyone, take shelter in the town hall. Adventurer, buy us some time while we get everyone to safety. Everyone, quick in here! Hurry! So, uh, anyway, do you think I can win Allison's heart back? My children! Where are my children? Shut up, Mildred. You know they're in the town hall with the rest of us already. Fucking hell. I don't know. Do you think maybe flowers? We've got stories to tell How the human race should be erased from space We're horrible people and deserve to die If you don't believe me, then I'll tell you why We've caused genocides and mass extinction Humans causing bad pollution Amazon is burning down California's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction, overdue for extinction Happy Dummy Day to all of you beautiful people You are all my least hated people on this planet I guess unless you believe that Superman could be Batman Then you are the kryptonite of our race and uh, we don't really need you I am your grieving NPC. Oh, Allison, please come back home. But you can call me Anthony. And I'm the dragon spawner, Russ. 
and we've got a um, a good episode, a great episode. They're all great. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't give proper or improper adjectives to describe what we're going to bring to the listeners. But before we do, first and foremost, Russ, how are you doing? I'm in a living hell. <laughs> now, I, I hesitated to ask you how you were doing this week because, um, well, it's been clear on my end, but do you want to tell the good people what's plaguing you this week? Well, Overwatch 2 came out on Tuesday. It sure did, bud. It sure did. We're recording this on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I still have yet to see the fucking home screen. <laughs> it, and it's not for a lack of trying on your part either. No, Tuesday at two, three o'clock. As soon as it came out, I tried to get in. Just got errors. I couldn't get in. I took Wednesday off to play Overwatch all day, and I sat there from morning to night just trying to get in. I couldn't be motivated to play anything, so I just wanted to play Overwatch. Thursday came around. Tried to play then. Nope. At about 8 o'clock, they did a one-hour update, and I tried again. Nope. And then at 9 o'clock, they did a three-hour update. I stayed up until 1 o'clock in the morning because they were an hour late for the update. And (laughs) at 1 o'clock in the morning, I still couldn't get in. So then today, I tried pretty much all day. Couldn't get in. I went to the gym, and then... Well, wait. I started a queue because on the PlayStation, I wasn't even able to get a queue. It would just immediately fail. But this morning, I was actually able to get into a queue, so I set it up and went to the gym because I knew it was going to take over an hour. And I come back, my PlayStation was off because of power saving mode. And then after that, I tried again, and it failed immediately. And as of recording this, it should be fixed by 10 p.m., but I don't know if it's actually fixed or not. I I have to praise your commitment to doing the recordings. We we postponed several times um, through obligations and other issues that we were having that it just wasn't good time to record. Uh, so this is normally uh, later than we would have done so. Um, but you're resolved to commit to the podcast, knowing the full well that it uh, should be ready to play is uh, is commendable. You're welcome, you dummies. <laughs> well, we'll try not to take up too much of your time to uh, get you back to it as soon as possible. And it has been a nightmare for everyone in general. It's not even just uh, you. I mean, you've had the worst of it because you couldn't even get past the queue. Yeah. Um, but everybody I talked to is able to play. I don't know right. anybody else that had this issue, and I don't know if it was my account or what. I mean, I've had yeah. you try to sign in for me. I've had another friend of mine try to sign in for me, and it failed for everybody. Yeah, we uh, when it launched, uh, I think I came home and I tried on Tuesday, and I think I got in. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was a long queue process for me then too, and then after I think a round it kicked me off, and then I kept trying to get back in and it wouldn't let me back in. So then Wednesday I got on and I got it like probably three rounds in, and then it kicked me off again for the day. Um, and then, uh, you told me there was going to be an update, uh, that was going to start at nine o'clock that was going to shut down the servers. And I ended up getting on at nine 30 just to see if I could play and it let me on. So maybe tonight is another hour delay, but by the time we're done recording, they should be done. If it's only going to take an hour. I hope so. So, and you know, I think the thing that frustrates me the most is that they're not being transparent about it. They've, I already forgot the guy's name that replaced Jeff Kaplan. Um, he tweeted on Tuesday night at like 10 o'clock, 10 p.m., that they were working on issues. And then they didn't have another update until like Wednesday night. 
saying that they started a list of known bugs. And then Thursday night, they did the update for the, or the, they posted an update for the update that they did. And then today they posted about an update. I think it was like at six o'clock they posted it, five o'clock. Yeah, I, I don't honestly know if it's so much as they're not being transparent as they don't know what the fuck is happening on their end. I don't know. It's and like... Blizzard is notorious for shitty launches. I know Diablo 3 was a big yikes. I know that they had a lot of issues with it. I just... I hope that they do something for us, like... Give us levels of the battle, battle pass or something. It, it seems like any more... And I don't know if the technology is getting so advanced that it's hard for people who are trained in the field of, of launching these games to be able to successfully do it without a shit ton of complications. But even uh, Gearbox, when uh, Borderlands... Um, I was working third shift at the time, and I had... Uh, pre-ordered it on the playstation for digital download so it downloaded and was ready to play when i got home and normally i was going to go home and go to bed um so that i could sleep from like 8 a.m to like 3 p.m or whatever and then get up and have the rest of my day until i went back to work um but i told chris and i said i don't care how fucking tired i am tomorrow for work when it comes around we're going to play this as soon as i get in or get home so you're going to wake up at seven and we're going to be ready and we're going to have breakfast and we're going to play and we could not connect to each other, or on the very few rare occasions we did, we could not stay connected. It would kick us off uh-huh. each other's party. And I think, I think Tiny Tina's Wonderland had some issues too when it launched initially. It did. So it, it's just like any more, it's impossible to have a clean launch. And I wonder if they shouldn't do like a soft launch where they make it available ahead of time, but don't tell anyone just to make sure that then do stress tests on it. Uh, I don't know. I mean. The Overwatch team for the first game didn't have to worry about this. I know that Overwatch One had launch issues. Um, I played like a month after launch, so I don't. I wasn't part of it. Yeah, I think I did too. But I think with two, because Overwatch One was you bought the game and you just had the game, and then Overwatch right. Two is this whole new live model of game, and I don't know if they just weren't used to it. They don't. They didn't really know what to expect, and I think they kind of fucked up too trying to release, just opening the game for everybody all at once. Because the game went live for everybody at the exact same time, which I think was stupid. They should have done a, a, a rollout. Like with Pokemon right. Go, they will roll things out. Like I think Cal- California gets stuff like three hours early than us. Like, seems like bullshit, but all right. <laughs> well, they do, they do it like where an event will start at noon local time so it'll start at noon in california it'll start at noon here so we get the same amount of time for each event it's just they start at different times technically right which is how it should have been for overwatch it should have slowly let people play instead of having millions of players try to bog down their servers and that's another thing too this whole episode's going to turn to me ranting about this (laughs) this is the most people have heard from you though so (laughs) Blizzard is such a big company. They should have been able to have servers to handle this. I don't know how they, they did, how they didn't have it ready to have this big of a load of people. Yeah, you would think knowing damn well how big Overwatch 1 was and then making Overwatch 2 a free-to-play game that they would have been more prepared than they were, but uh, they, they just really shit the bet on it. And now we're, what, four days into it and it's just now being okay? Like, I got in 
today was the quickest I ever got in. Normally it's like a 10 minute wait in the queue and then I finally get in. Uh, today I think I booted the game up and then upon hitting X to enter the game, um, it was, I want to say maybe like two minutes, if that even. Yeah. So my friend who my friend who was playing today, uh, when he got home, he clicked the button and was in instantly. Yet I had to sit there for two hours for it to just fail. Yeah, it's just like they have it out against you. It, life is really just cock slapping you across the face this week. It really is, and I really don't fucking appreciate it. <laughs> I told Kristen when I got home today, I said, "Yeah, this week really feels like a BDSM, but they didn't give us the safe word before they started beating <laughs> us. And I'm just sitting here like, is it behind Apple? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, it, and it's not even been like a bad week. It's just been like first world problems just kind of being the issue. Uh-huh. But it's been annoying first world problems that we genuinely care about that it's uh, just taken over our lives. Yep, it's, it's just a very infuriating week for me. Uh, tomorrow should be interesting for me too because while you're blissfully playing Overwatch, we're gonna go to Cedar Point after talking about a couple weeks ago roller coaster failures and <laughs> uh, uh, death on uh, failed launches and all that. Uh-huh. Um, and it's gonna be 55 degrees, so it's already gonna be cold too. And um, and I'm part of a Mario Kart tournament that I signed up for like three weeks ago and forgot about, and I only realized because they messaged everyone today saying. Hey, this is gonna happen tonight at seven PM, so be ready. And I was like, Oh shit, yeah, I can do it. I gotta rush and get a couple things done, but I'll be ready by seven. And I won the first round because my opponent was a no call no show. Um and how they're supposed to do it is you're supposed to send them your friend code, you're supposed to add each other on the switch, and then one of you is supposed to create the game and invite the other person. And it's one on one versus the rest of the crew being computers on hard mode on 150 cc. And I hate 150 cc because I don't like it being faster. But um, I won because the first one was a no show, and then the second one also was a no show. Wow! And so I won both my rounds tonight just by being present and submitting a score of any kind. Uh, so I assume that the person I have to play tomorrow while I'm at Cedar Point trying to figure out where I'm going to get a stable connection for internet um, is uh, is going to be more talkative because they probably are participating actively in the, the uh, tournament. That's going to so be fun I, trying to play that in the middle of Cedar Point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they offer Wi-Fi and if it's stable or if a switch can connect to it. But that also means now I gotta carry a switch around all day because I'm not gonna run back out to the car to get it. Well, yeah, because you're gonna have to park like 30 miles from your car. You park like 30 miles from the park. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So I'm gonna take my switch to Cedar Point and I guess keep it in like my wife's backpack and hope that she doesn't get stolen or something yeah um and i wouldn't normally care like this tournament these tournaments come up every like few months um but the winner the first place winner is a 75 dollar gamestop gift card a 75 dollar um cinemark gift card and 12 months of the movie club uh that we already subscribed to but it'd be a free year um which gives you a free uh ticket every month and then like discounts on the concessions and all that so uh, I was like, that, that's pretty worthwhile getting. So yeah. um, I'm trying, and uh, I guess we'll see how tomorrow goes. I may end up having to forfeit the tournament, but next weekend's a Fortnite tournament, so there's always then. I've always wanted to do a Mario Kart tournament. I did one at a convention a couple years ago, and I did pretty good. But I feel like I'm a lot better. Uh, I almost said Overwatch at Mario Kart now than I than I was back then. It's consuming your life. 
it really is. I mean, I feel yeah, like Overwatch is like the only thing I talk about lately. Probably <laughs> I'm so pissed off about it. Once you finally get into it, you're going to be running to the payload with uh, one hand on the controller and jerking off finally <laughs> with the other. It's like, yes, I'm finally in! Sad uh, things are probably right. <laughs> I'll be spraying uh, piss with Moira, and I will be spraying cum with my other hand. There you go. Um so uh not not a whole lot going on on my end uh i did get to play some overwatch so i can't Dead. i won't go into detail yeah i won't i don't want to ruin our friendship over my opportunity <laughs> so um but uh kind of on my end it's pretty tame as far as life is going with the exception of the kids are still being themselves which is kind of problematic um amelia's been potty training lately which is great finally three years old and we're we're starting to get notifications from her that she has to go to the bathroom sometimes it's a little late but um she uh <laughs> oh god i was home alone with her when she had to go she had to tell me she had to poop and i was like sweet let's go to the bathroom and it's one less shit diaper that i have to do <laughs> i mean i still have to wipe her but it's not a diaper and uh I we went to the bathroom and she she sat down and she wanted to be on the regular toilet instead of the uh, training potty because she wanted to be a big girl and I said okay so I moved her from the training potty to the big potty and she popped out a little turd and I was like yeah let's celebrate this is the first time you successfully went to the bathroom like I actually did anything other than a couple of dribbles and uh, I was so excited for her but then she was worried she was going to fall in and I said okay well let's put you back on the little one and you can finish up your business there and I put her back on the little one, and it was like another five, uh, ten minutes that she kept saying, almost done, almost done. And, you know, I just got lost in TikTok because I'm, I'm not going to sit there and just watch her push. <laughs> uh, it's almost as uncomfortable as Kristen trying to hold my hand while I'm pushing. <laughs> um, but uh, she she did it, and uh, she made quite a, a bit of a mess because I guess there was some shit uh, on her uh, butt. So when she had sat down and had scooted, she had smeared some on the back of the, the training pot. <sighs> you know, it's whatever. I, I was going to clean a diaper or a toilet seat, so I was prepared for it. But what I wasn't prepared for, as I already told you about, but now I'm going to tell everyone else, is that... I, I saw the poop behind her and I said, oh, did you poop on the toilet? And she said, yeah. And she turned around and looked at it and then she scooped it with her finger and she looked at it and she said, I poop on me. I said, oh, oh, okay. All right. Let's not panic. I said, I'm going to go get the wipes. I said, just hold on. I'll be right back. Don't do anything. Don't touch anything. And before I leave the bathroom, she sticks her finger in her mouth. <laughs> and I was like, did you just eat your own shit? And she's like, it's okay. I'm like, no, no, no part of this is okay. It was unacceptable on every level. And she, um, she just like laughed about it. Like she thought it was the greatest joke in the world. And I told Kristen about it and I said, all right, uh, good news. Our daughter pooped, uh, bad news. She ate some of it. Um, I said, I think she thinks it's chocolate. And, uh, and she asked her when she got home, she's like, Amelia, do you think your poop is chocolate? Do you think chocolate comes out of your butt? And she giggled and said, yeah. And, and Kristen's like, we don't eat poop, baby. It's not good for you. You don't eat it. And she's like, it's okay. So that's where we are on potty training right now. Is she's giving us the warnings, but she also believes it's fine to just eat it. I need to like actually keep track of the number of reasons why 
<laughs> and you keep sending me uh, TikToks of other horrible things kids do as the reasons why you don't have uh, any desire to have children. Yeah, I, I think my asshole dog is enough. <laughs> right, yeah, she certainly keeps you busy with the things she destroys. Yeah, uh, as we're recording this right now, she's destroying something in the downstairs because she's pissed off I'm not feeding her, but... Yeah, every episode I can hear the clanking and the, the dog collar, and every time you try to edit it out, there's always pits you just can't get rid of. Nope. She has a, a inconvenient timing of knowing when that is. Uh-huh. Yeah, she always makes the noises when I'm trying to talk or something. She's like, oh, I hear a vocal cord moving to start destroying things and she, you said she like tackles boxes and shit yeah she knocks shit over all the time she's a fucking asshole it just wakes you up by body slamming possessions in your bedroom uh-huh oh good good um now before we get on i, I do want to let you know it's um it's not all gravy uh, or i guess chocolate uh with comes the children uh trace has also been exhibiting some uh more oddities lately um oh, no <laughs> well, me and Kristen put him to bed the other night, and uh, before we headed upstairs ourselves to our bedroom, we heard him talking, and I couldn't hear what he was saying. I could hear that he was saying something, but I couldn't make out the words, and Kristen went and listened at the door, and she started giggling. I said, what? And she said, he's talking to himself. I said, yeah, but I can't hear it. What's he saying? And she opened the door, and she goes, Trace, who are you talking to? And I thought, no, that's that's where you go wrong 100% of the time in a horror movie. You don't ask a child to when you know they're in a room by themselves. Yeah, that's just the absolute wrong thing to do. <laughs> she got very lucky, though, and uh, he said he was just talking to himself. And I was like, oh, sweet Jesus. We can't <laughs> afford to leave. Our, all of our money is tied up in the mortgage and credit cards and bills right now. We cannot do anything. Like, if there's a ghost in this house, we just have to start charging it uh, uh, rent for uh, its uh, room and board. Yeah, maybe you can just train the ghost to like start cleaning the house while you guys are gone. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then I don't know when he brought this home. I just noticed it uh, probably yesterday, but he brought home like a, a drawing exercise that they had to do. Or I think it was coloring. He didn't draw, but he had to color it in. And it was a um, an emotion exor- writing exercise where they had to put I am blank and he had to write it in an emotion. And then in the box below, he had to draw on the um, the character uh the emotion that they were feeling and the reason they were feeling that emotion and he put um i am sad because i had to wake up today or something like that i was like oh god yeah it's very relatable but i feel like he's heard too much of our talking like (laughs) that so uh i feel like we might be bad influences and we've convinced him it's funny to say things like oh it's unfortunate i woke up today Yeah, he's probably going to emulate some bad things he shouldn't be saying. Yeah, 100%. He's already got kind of like an emo bang swoop, so all he's missing now is to start dying in black, and I feel like that's (laughs) only a year or two away. Yep, pretty soon he's going to be in that emo phase. Ah, Jesus. But uh, that's uh, that's the update on the family for now. Kristen's still slowly losing her mind one day at a time, and kids are... uh, Well, they're doing some interesting things, but I'll uh, I'll keep bringing more as uh, it happens. Yeah. But since we have uh, ranted and raved now for probably too long about ourselves, uh, I do want to point out that this is going to be a birthday episode. We have two birthdays, one of which we will be, I believe, on release a day late and the other a day ahead. So we, uh, we're hitting that sweet spot. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting better. 
Maybe? <laughs> uh, so this one goes out to our dummies, Cassie Young and Kyle Sparger. They don't indicate they wanted their names uh, left out, so uh, I'm putting them on full blast. So we got a news story for each of you. Uh, and we will get to that right as soon as we do our icebreaker, which is no longer an icebreaker. Um, now, we decided that uh, icebreakers, in addition to our, our um, pleasantries and intro conversation, gets to be very long. As you pointed out, we probably shouldn't wait like 40 minutes to get into our actual content of the episode. Uh-huh. So uh, what we're going to do instead is bring back the jokes uh, as our kind of like our warm up. Uh, yeah. Dark humor is what you and I do best. And uh, we like telling each other twisted, horrible things. So we're going to bring that back in place of the icebreaker. And maybe we talked about doing something with icebreakers later on. But like everything else, we have uh, so many balls up in the air that it's hard to figure out which ones we should catch right now. So That is what uh, she said. Is it? that? Is that the one with the, the one white girl and the black five dudes? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I've seen that one, I think. <laughs> uh, so, Russ, do you have a nice, terrible joke to start us off with? Oh, I do. All right, let's have it. What's black and sits in the corner? Oh, God, this has so many racial <laughs> possibilities. What? A baby with its finger in the power outlet. Jesus Christ, Russ. <laughs> Jeez. You I, said you considered telling this for the other podcast that you're on, but thought it might no. be too dark. And, and no, now, no. And now you bring that to the ear. <laughs> no, I said I was going to say it at the haunted house today. Oh, I thought you said for the other podcast. I thought you said they, they want you to tell a joke on there, and that was the one you were going to go for. It's like, yeah, solid choice if you want to lose all of your friends. Yeah, no, I would not say that in the other podcast. Good God. That was dark for even this one. <laughs> we talk about fucking marshmallows and the people's assholes and then shit out and eating it. Well, you wanted dark, so I gave you dark. Oh my god, I don't, mine doesn't even compare to that. I don't even think. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I like really got a dark one this time. I, I don't even know if I want to tell mine now that I heard yours. It doesn't, it doesn't have the same level of dark. Yeah, that was, that was a rough one. But you know, TikTok really brings the worst out of me, I guess. Evidently, I'm going to have to dive into TikTok for some ideas to keep on par. Uh, so here's what I got. Uh, I, I really feel like you've heard this one before, which bums me out if you have. Uh, when does a joke become a dad joke? I don't think I have heard this one before. When it leaves your mom and never comes back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wasn't, be a that wasn't as bad as... Oh, go ahead. I was just, I think this will be a much better way to do the intros because now we won't have to spend twenty minutes on me analyzing every small facet of each option of a would you rather. And we're only thirty minutes into the episode, but I think next time it'll go a lot faster because I'm not going to be ranting about Overwatch. At least yeah, it better not be. Maybe. Yeah, I was going to say if you're still ranting about Overwatch, um, next uh, next recording, it's it's an entirely possible that you're just going to have killed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, now that we've got those awful jokes out of the way, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the content and give the people what they came for. Sounds good. All right. We're going to go ahead and take a breather from the dumb and give our poor mental gerbils a chance to recover. While we do, we'll let you listen to some of our sponsor breaks because even the gerbils need fed too. And we're back. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors. Let's go ahead and dive right back into the dumb before we get too relaxed. 
So we're going to kick things off with our newsworthy Neanderthals, as is uh, typical. Um, we're going to start off with Cassie being the first one, uh, just purely because of your birthday coming before Kyle's, not because Kyle is creepy in any way, and I don't like him. <laughs> Seems specific. I, I, I apologize, Kyle. Poor Kyle. Poor Kyle. That's okay. All right, reaching back all the way to October 10th, 2011, our first article for Cassie here is Drunk Florida Man Tries to Use Taco as an ID After His Car Catches Fire at Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you could make some comedy riffs on uh, just the title alone in this one. I know. Uh, Typically, when I'm at Taco Bell, it's not uh, anything on fire except for my asshole. You know, I actually don't get... Firehole from Taco Bell? No, you've uh, overcome the uh, the stomach weakness to it. Yeah, yeah. The last time I got it, I felt fine. I even put hot sauce and everything. I mean, when you actually got it, right? Not like when you uh, you had to wait for twenty minutes in the drive-through. Well, that's because the Taco Bell by me, the only one by me, is run by like one person at a time. I'm telling you, that's a bad one. Me and Kristen went there right after uh, being at your house. I think it was for game night. And um, and we went there, and it was just like there was two cars in the entire lot for the driver or the uh, workers, and we waited like 30, 40 minutes for tacos. Like we were starving. We just wanted food on the way home before we went to bed, and we waited so much longer because of it, but our order was in, so we had to wait. Yep. So that's uh. It's a wonder I even waited. I didn't even order yet when it was taking forever. Yeah, but you, I wanted tacos. Yeah, I was gonna say you full on had every opportunity to bail on that line and go somewhere else. Well, you know, sometimes you just want tacos. Well, that is indeed what you do, and uh, in Florida, apparently, tacos are IDs. So. Uh, The article goes on to say that tacos are not recognized as legal forms of identification in the state of Florida. Insert bad joke about immigration laws here. Oh, even the fucking writer's bad. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Matthew Faulkner found out the hard way after he passed out drunk in the drive-thru of a Jensen Beach Taco Bell and his car caught fire. Jensen Beach? Do you know that one? Oh my god, I, that's where we stay. Okay, so you, this is a Taco Bell you've probably been to then. It probably was. And as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I know exactly where it's at. That's great. Uh, you will have to um, to go visit uh, on your next trip to Florida and uh, see if there's any like fiery uh, scorch marks <laughs> in the drive-thru. Yeah. Um, and, and then, of course, the... Uh, um, Reporter then also says, insert bad joke about Taco Bell's fire sauce or volcano taco. Okay, calm the fuck down, uh, reporter. Like you Clearly, comedy did not work out for you, and you're demonstrating it pretty hard here. <laughs> so you probably should stick to what you're good at. I mean, maybe she, he's not even good at this. I'm assuming it's a him. I feel like, yeah, Kyle Munsonrider. That's the name. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, goddamn Kyles. They ruin the world. <laughs> Um, so the incident occurred in the early morning of October 1st in Jensen Beach, according to the blog Off the Beat. Faulkner, who was 30, had apparently decided to make a run for a fourth meal after downing some beers, and he somehow <laughs> made it all the way to the fast food joint in his Chevy pickup, placed his order, and received his taco before falling asleep. <laughs> wow. Uh, he was so excited. Maybe he has narcolepsy. I mean, he was probably definitely just drunk, and that's what it was, but maybe... It could have been. It could have been both. Maybe I. I don't know. You made it all that way. You should at least 
eat the taco. You deserved it for the effort you put into getting it. I know. And is it just one taco? Like that? That's not enough. Oh no! It's gotta be. It's gotta at least be a cheesy gordita crunch or something. Uh, don't fucking. I I told. I texted you and uh, the rest of. Uh, well, I guess the rest of the people. Like we have like ten people in our, our chat. It, it's me, you, and the girls. Uh, but I texted you guys last week and I said voting has never been more important. And then I sent you a screenshot of Taco Bell app saying that you could now vote to bring back the Inchirito or the Double Decker Taco. And I'm so glad the Inchirito has won. And at some point they're going to bring it back. So I may also get shit faced and drive down to my local Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um the Taco Bell manager uh, ended up having to call the police because Faulkner was out cold at the pickup window and holding up customers behind him. Clearly, this was not a victimless crime, and our hearts go out to the hungry folks who had to wait so long for their late night. I hate this reporter. I, I feel like we should just burn this entire article down because Kyle doesn't deserve our attention at this point. Yeah, he's kind of annoying me. It really is. It's like he's he's hoping that he can uh, work out some stand-up comedy he's been writing for a few months. And if somebody, just the right person, catches whiff of this, uh, they will uh, will uh, take him up and, and make him famous. Yeah, well, it's not doing it for me. No, it's not. Uh, a deputy woke Faulkner and then asked for his ID. Faulkner said no before reaching into his bag and presenting <laughs> the officer with a taco. Another deputy clarified that they were asking for an ID, not a taco, and Faulkner chuckled and began eating the taco. <laughs> it sounds like he was more high than anything else, but it said that he was yeah. intoxicated. Yeah, it could have been intoxicated and high. I don't know. I've never done both at the same time, but I wonder what the, the result is. I don't know. I've never been high, so... Uh, it's... um. It's interesting. I'll try not to go on another tangent about my stories, so we'll, we'll move on before I start talking about that. Um, the deputies noticed Faulkner had fallen asleep with his foot on the accelerator while his truck was in park, so at least gratefully he had uh, gotten cozy before uh, falling unconscious. Uh, but because of this, the engine had caught fire, and fire extinguishers were used to put it out. Jesus Christ. So to end out the article, it says that Faulkner's blood alcohol content was between 0.227 and 0.225, according to a breath test. That is three times the legal limit, and he was hauled off to jail on DUI charges. No word on the fate of the taco. (laughs) Kyle had to put one more in there. If you scroll down just a little bit there under that blue box, it shows us a picture of Kyle. Is he everything you thought it would be from the article? Uh, he looks like somebody that would make bad jokes. <laughs> he looks like he he thought he was always the funny one of his is a group of friends, and they no one laughs at his jokes unless they're drunk and think everything else is hilarious. And he's just like, <laughs> I really kill it around here. I should put this into writing and do a comedy bit. Yeah. Uh, uh fucking Kyle. Anyway, that's your story, Cassie. Hopefully you are not getting drunk and using tacos as an ID, but if you do, as we tell everybody else, please record it and send it in. He, not to go back to what he looks like, but he actually looks like somebody I graduated with. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he's that guy and he fucking moved away to Florida because nobody appreciated him here. <sighs> Maybe. I, I think, though, if you're moving to Florida, you're basically just ringing it in. Yeah. 
All right. Anything else you want to do uh, or talk about before we move on to Kyle's story? Nope. Okay. Kyle on October 12th. Uh, this one, not so humorous, is just kind of bizarre. Like, why did this happen? Uh, as I mentioned before, I when we came up with the idea to do birthday shoutouts for Florida Man stories, it seemed like it was going to be super easy because I knew there were websites devoted to um, to Florida Man stories. So I thought, well, I'll easily find one just by googling the date in Florida Man. And it is not the case. There are a lot of stories, but they're so horrific, and I just can't use all of them. But um, we did find one for Kyle. Um, this one, uh, let's see, what's the Florida man uh, shot by another Florida man for refusing a shot of drink. So it's not using a taco as an ID, but at the same time, do you want to take a guess before we read what it was that happened, why someone would shoot someone else for not taking a shot? I don't even have a suggestion. I think I think the other man, the one that got shot, was guilty of of too many party fouls. I think the guy gave him <laughs> some fair warning. I remember reading this in bits and pieces, so it's not like I'm just using my insider knowledge to make a joke about it. Um, I I think that uh, the the one that got shot did too many party fouls, and he was being as reasonable as he could, but he could no longer stand by it, so he had to take a a, a shot himself, and uh, yeah. did so at the other man. You gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Yeah, I mean, becoming Batman with whipped cream on my tits was uh, <laughs> or originated from not accepting people's party fouls of not drinking the rest of their Kraken while we were playing Munchkin, so. Oh, I should have brought out Kraken when we played. Well, don't you worry, buddy. We are 18 episodes I... in. This will be, be number 18, so we're on our way to 50, but it feels like it's forever at this point. I know. I have Kraken, and I have the whipped cream. You should have brought it all out. I mean, I was the one that would drive home, so I guess it wouldn't have worked great, but... I'm sure Kristen would have drove home. <laughs> With me sitting in the passenger seat going, Where are the drugs? <laughs> I'm sure she would have loved it. Yeah, she would have got over it. <laughs> uh, or she could have live-streamed me on TikTok. I guess that could have got us some attention. Yeah, that probably would have worked. I don't. Maybe we should get out the Kraken next time. Yeah. I bought a bottle for when we had that game night a couple of months ago, and I never brought it out. I, I Well, I think first we have to do what we did with Munchkin. We have to watch a video on how to play the game. We have to get a few rounds into it to get comfortable and know what we're doing. And then I think once we've played around and know what we're doing, then we can start the drinking part of it. Because um, I already have enough hard time following your games. I don't. It took me a few rounds to get um, Love Letter. Oh my god, love letter is so easy. It is easy, but when you're like, oh, I'm going to give you a card each, and then you draw a card on your turn, and then you discard one and, and do what it says, and like, it sounds easy enough, but then I looked at my card, I'm like, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do with this. All the cards say what you do. It was essentially go fish. You should have explained it that way. Uh, it's not, though. I mean, well, obviously it's not, but it's like go fish enough that I would have gotten it if you said that. I don't see the connection close enough to even think to explain it like go fish. It's okay, buddy. Some of us can't have the brain power necessary to do it. You know what? My brain power all went to being angry and ranting on Twitter about Overwatch. So. <laughs> oh, God, he took it to Twitter, too. 
Yes, I took it to Twitter. Oh, the poor people of Twitter. Uh, there's not really poor people of Twitter. There's uh, very few victims when it comes to Twitter. It's all mostly douche canoes <laughs> and trolls. Listen, Overwatch has to get their shit together because I want to fucking play it. They have to get all their poop in a group? Yes. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> We've strayed a little bit. I told, I said I wasn't <laughs> going to stray on my own tangent. Here we are about Overwatch again. Well, I can't help it that I'm fucking pissed about it. <laughs> Save the rage for when you can get on after we're done here. Uh, oh, I swear to God, if I can't get on. <laughs> so let's see if you know this one, because you seem to be familiar with some of our Florida places. This incident took place in Florida's Osoe, Okoe, Osoe region. I don't fucking know. Uh, don't know that one. Okay, uh, a 39-year-old Florida man shot another Florida man with the uh, of the same age as him. While the two men were spending time at the bar, one of them shot the other in the foot. The victim was shot because he refused to take a drink. Uh, the police department's cops got a notice about the shooting. After the notice, they went to the bar called Frank's Place. Frank's Place is located on North Clark Road. There you go, off of East uh, Silver Star Road. So you can go visit there when you're done with Taco Bell. Um, it says, when they went to the scene, they had learned that Lathan Jean Yi, that's a fucking name and a half, yeah. uh, had fired six shots. In their statement to the police, bar staff said that Yi had been hanging out at the bar for six months, and an eyewitness who did not want to be identified informed the police about the incident. The eyewitness said that he had never been so scared in his life, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a few words turned suddenly into gunshots. The man did not pay attention Wait. to anyone while shooting. You said six shots. Is that alcohol or bullets? I'm pretty sure that's... He fired six shots, so there you go. Oh. And uh, yeah, unless he's like... You, those dramatic fucking videos that that dude with the afro and the sunglasses and he, he says something obnoxious and then clocks his, his tongue and then takes a shot and sings on his way out the bathroom. You know who the fuck I'm talking about. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, he usually turns his phone at an angle after he's done the shot, and he holds the glass up in the air and marches out, usually singing something. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He um, makes a lot of queef jokes. Yeah, yeah, the queef joke, dude. Yeah, that one. Uh, I feel like he would describe taking shots as firing shots. He seems like the kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long, long way to get to something that was irrelevant to this moment. <laughs> we're we're not doing great here. Um, so the police examined the security footage, and as soon as the victim turned the corner, Yi would start shooting at him, ignoring the other customers. So he at least had the um, the politeness not to shoot at randos in the bar. He was aiming for the specific one dude. Yeah. Uh, Silver lining. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Police Chief Stephen McCosker uh, confirmed that the man didn't mind anything while shooting, according to eyewitness accounts. Saying that he threatened other customers while shooting, McCosker stated the man was very close when he fired, and he did not care how many times he fired. Um, The eyewitness, who asked not to be identified, said that he was very lucky to be alive. I think that's an over-exaggeration. They just stated he wasn't aiming for anybody else. He was just trying to get this one dude for not taking the shot. How drunk do you have to be? <laughs> I don't think it's a matter of drunk at this point. I think it's a matter of just being a Floridian. That very well could be. 
Joshua C. Fang, the assistant manager in charge of running the bar, said he hadn't been able to sleep properly since the incident. All right, we're just being, I mean, like, it's traumatic. I get it, but it's being a little bit overdramatic, I think. Um, he expresses that he constantly remembers what happened during the incident. C. Fang stated the gunshots and the human screams never left his mind. Uh, he also said the police were still looking for the shooter. They didn't even fucking caught this guy? Jeez. Uh, but he believed that they would eventually find him. The police are after the man who gave people a nightmarish day at Frank's Place Bar. However, it was learned that the wounds of the victim, whose leg was shot in the incident, started to heal. Like, like Wolverine? <laughs> it makes it sound like he spontaneously started healing on the spot. I guess he has a healing factor. And I mean, Wolverine goes to bars frequently. I mean, that's where he generally fucks people up. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, is here's me being a bad nerd again, and I could Google this, but I'm too lazy, so I'm relying on your nerd knowledge. Is X-23 a codename given to Lady Wolverine? Yeah. Okay. She's coming to Fortnite, apparently, real soon. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm hoping not to encounter her out in the, in the woods somewhere because um, when they had their big Marvel season, Wolverine was uh, prowling around the woods, and if he saw you, he would attack on sight. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's fun trying to shoot other people and survive and then have a fucking ferocious monster <laughs> clawing at you from behind, too. I like X-23 as a character. She's pretty cool. It's an interesting name for her. you think she'd get something a little bit more common. Yeah, well... So, that is uh, our October 12th birthday for Kyle. Uh, sorry it's not everything you'd hope for as far as tacos, but um, uh, someone got shot and then magically started healing, so there's that. Yeah. Got somebody <laughs> with superpowers. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of this? I want tacos. Yeah, I do, too. Tacos sound pretty Well, like I said, we had smothered burritos for dinner, but we fucked up because we're white as shit, so we just didn't make them right. <laughs> Fucking didn't put the Spanish rice inside the burrito before we made it into a smothered burrito. And then we also didn't have, like, lettuce or corn or anything like that. So, like, it was just – it was a step above um, those videos. You said, everything comes back to TikTok. It's a real problem. Um, I'm telling you, it's an addiction. It really is. Um, it, it's like that uh, one dude that asks his mom what's for dinner, and it just shows her making the blandest shit possible. If that was my mom, I'd have to have some words with her. I would have become the skinniest person ever and then bum food off of other people like we couldn't afford to eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. Those... I'm not going to get into it. Oh, okay. I was, I was going to go on a tangent. Oh, Okay, not that we haven't already had so many of those as is. Yeah, we don't need more. Okay, fair enough. I was uh, just going to say that those videos can't be real. They have to be fake with how bad they are. I Nobody feel cooks like that, that badly. Right, I feel like that's the case too. And, and I do that a lot. And I feel like I've gotten to the point where it's like I'm no longer watching something and taking it at face value. Now I'm just like, for example, like for the, the haunting videos... Uh, I think we discussed, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but we discussed that we, we want to believe in the supernatural things like ghosts and spirits and shit like that, but without definitively seeing something, it's hard for us to believe. Oh my God, fucking hiccups. Um, it's hard to believe that anything like that exists without the definitive proof of it. 
Right. So uh, when I see these like haunting videos on TikTok, I'm like, that could be done with a lot of editing or somebody else in the room who darts from one place to the next when you're not showing the camera at that area. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of ways to fake it. And then there's like the the girls who are literally doing nothing but wearing a tank top and no bra and just bouncing to a song because that's how they're getting their likes. So I've stopped like liking things for what they are at face value on TikTok. And I'm just like, Oh, that's fake. Okay, you could scream. You don't have talent a little bit louder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Making commentary like that. But, um, but yeah, I fully agree. I think that it's all put on. I think they get a lot of exposure for pretending like that. that's how they actually live. And I'm sure that's bringing them in money that they can afford to just throw food out like that. So I, I'm on the same page. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, somebody who isn't faking their troubles has come to us because I don't know why. It's not like we've ever offered good advice on this show. Um, <laughs> we've taken a stab at this um, segment a few times on licensed therapy, but this is the first time that it's actually for somebody who, who I know personally. Uh, this is uh, our dummy, Marissa, who is a cousin of mine. Um, and she came to us with a very real problem. I'm hoping she understood that we don't um, we don't offer real help because you know what fun is helping somebody when you could ruin their lives instead. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the bad uh, advice is always the more fun advice. Yeah, I mean it's not my life that I'm fucking up. So take this with every grain of salt that you can find. <laughs> Uh, so Marissa's problem, she says, I came out in the year 2021 after I married because, or after I got married, because you know comfort is who you are with. Well, my mom didn't like that, so she told me I owed her fifteen thousand dollars for my wedding and then blocked me. I then proceeded to blast her in the family chat. I know I probably should have, uh, shouldn't have. I was emotional. Well, throughout the year, she kept saying sorry, but continued to, uh, doing things that hurt us. She dragged Andy, who is her husband's uh, name for fun. They were upset I didn't want to spend Christmas with them because of COVID exposure. Uh, and after the new year, I blocked both parents, and they have been sending me, not Andy, gifts for birthdays and anniversaries. Completely ignoring my husband, and instead of reaching out to my husband, who has not blocked them, they continue to send gifts instead of communicating. The last gift was a cheese block, and she would like to know how... We suggest she gets her family to stop sending these unwanted fake apology gifts. Now, uh, go ahead. I, I, I'm more than happy to hear what you have to say on this. I just wanted to know, what's a cheese block? Um, like, my, so, my mind went to a block of cheese, and that seems like a weird gift. Yeah, that would be a weird gift, unless you were going to roll it down a hill for people to chase after. <laughs> um she sent a picture of it in um, in our Discord group, and I thought she was showing a board game of some kind because it looked like it was a box for a board game. Um, I believe, though, it sounds like it is a um, box of variety of cheeses. Oh, is it like a Hillshire Farm thing? Yeah, it's got probably crackers and some uh, meats and stuff like that in there is what I'm assuming. But oh. uh, she didn't say what else they've sent to her, just that this is the most recent gift that they have sent. Oh, Okay. So um, I put some thought into this, and we're going to go from, I think, probably the least extreme to the most extreme ideas that I have. (laughs) And uh, you can go ahead and tell me what you think of each one as we go through these, all right? Yep, sounds good. Okay, so first off, I don't know that the problem is that they're sending gifts at all. 
I think what her issue is is she should be asking for the right gifts. After all, what kind of sociopaths send a block of cheese but not wine to go with it? Right. I feel like if you are going to get gifts against your will, you should at least create some kind of like um, uh, registry, like a wedding registry or baby registry or something like that, so that they can at least get you the things that you want because if they're not going to stop guilt gifting, it should at least be things that are worthwhile. Yeah, but I mean, even if it's guilt gifting, there's still free stuff. That's true. Uh, however, it does feel like a backhanded uh, gift to not send some wine to pair with the cheese. It does. Um, unless uh, maybe he's lactose intolerant and it's really a, a double backhand. Yeah, really. So that's my, my first thought was maybe you should create a registry to get gifts that you're more um, preferenced uh, to. Um, yeah, every year just send them uh, like an Amazon wish list. There you go. Amazon did all the work. All you got to do is fill it out and send it on to them. Yeah. Uh, next idea I have, um, I think you can actually fulfill. So the next idea I have, if you don't want the gifts around and they don't prove to be useful to you, I think what you have to do is absolutely nothing else uh, as far as trying to get them to stop. You should instead accept that they are coming. You let them keep sending you things, and then you turn those things around and sell them for a profit. And then if they insist that you pay them back, pay them back from the money you got from the things they sent you. <laughs> Now that's actually some solid advice. It, it's not. Um, it's not quite as devious as regifting for like Christmas. Although I have had people in my family regift things. My my one aunt was notorious for that. She would like we would give um, my cousin uh, who is younger than us by many years um, old computer games that we no longer played. Like things on par with like Jumpstart first grade. Um, and we give them to him, and then like the next Christmas, we'd get that same game back. And I'm like, "Thanks, I'm in ninth grade now. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with this." <laughs> so, um, so regifting is kind of a devious route. Um, they would never know, though. I mean, they're, no. they're just getting money. But what if what a double-handed thing you could do if you could sell it back to them? You just wait a little bit longer. Now, obviously, things that are um, edible and perishable could be an issue. But if you somehow made those objects appeal to them through like Craigslist or Amazon or eBay or something, and make them buy their own shit from you, giving you the money, or even okay, I've got another idea. You find some way to. Um, to get the Amazon wish list to them, right? So they know what you want, and then you obtain the items at a discount from somebody else, some way, legally or legally. It's up to you. It's your life, not mine. And then you post those things online for them to buy for you. So you are getting the money and then the gift, and then you can resell the gift. That, that takes a little bit of extra measures and probably some psychology that I'm not uh, real great at, as we're demonstrating here slowly. But it isn't one idea. If I'm being honest, I could not follow that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's just break it down in step by step. Step one, you give them the wish list. They know what you want. Yeah? Yeah. Got it. S step two... You find some way to obtain those goods cheaper and then find some way to market it to them in a way that stands out so that they buy it from you. You get the money 
from their purchasing it, you send them the object, they give you the object, and then you turn it around and sell it again to someone else for extra profit. I see how you're okay. I got it now. This is some pinky in the brain shit. I've got it. I've got it. I'm on the 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 uh, hamster wheel. We're going. Yeah, your little gerbil's working its magic right now. It sure the fuck is. It's farting a little <laughs> bit, but it's giving it a little boost on the wheel. So, all right, third idea. We're we're gonna get a little bit. Um, we're gonna get a little bit dodgy here with this one, and I feel comfortable saying this because like we we came off uh, starting this podcast saying we we're gonna be trying very neutral. We weren't gonna like attack religions or political sides or anything. But as somebody who grew up in a Christian home who felt oppressed by religion throughout their lives and not oppressed, that's not it. I'm I'm not fucking going to jail for my beliefs. That was the wrong term. Someone who felt like they were living a uh, repressed life. That's probably more what I meant. Um, because of things that were of the devil, like Harry Potter and Pokemon and all of that. Um, I, I've got a real um, a real target on Christianity specifically. And I know that, the, that her family, because they are also my family, is very Christian Republican. So I feel comfortable saying this in this regard. One way to stop them from giving you gifts further is you take the gifts that they have given you, you videotape or take pictures of yourself giving those gifts to the less fortunate and send it to them in response. Because in my experience growing up in a conservative Christian state, Republicans hate acts of charity or helping the needy, and that will (laughs) stop the gifts from coming. That probably would work really well. And my mind, when you started saying that, thought you were going somewhere else with it. Where did you think I was going with that? I thought you were going to say to use the presence in a satanic ritual or something. Okay, that's an idea, too. I wasn't going to go. I didn't even come up with that one. So that one's that one's all yours. Um, so we're getting a little more involved here. That one's going to require a little bit of effort on your part. Now, I've got a couple of other extreme ideas, and this is where the gerbil is got a hold of some fucking uh, Red Bull and he's really fucking going now (laughs) in extreme measures. You could tank your own lives. Now hear me out. You both quit working. I I believe Andy is, is the only one of you two working right now. Not, you know, big deal, whatever. That's your, your life, your style. Um, Now this one is going to require extreme dedication on your parts. Step one is you're going to lose your house. Your family is going to move onto the streets and then you're going to become the less fortunate. Now, they shouldn't want to send you any more gifts based off of what I said for the last idea. Uh, and if they do still, your backup safety is you don't longer have an address. So you can now live off of the grid where they can't find you. Uh, but, of course, the important thing with this idea is, above all else, you have to maintain at least a mobile phone charge because how else will you listen to great ideas like I'm talking now if you aren't hearing us? This was some meta plan. <laughs> uh, if you thought that one was extreme, you should buckle up because the gerbil's about to fucking explode on this one. Oh, boy. Now, anyone can create a restraining order or a no-contact order. However, they're tricky because law enforcement doesn't always do their best to enforce it. Uh, They usually can be violated without consequences, and I've seen it before where they just don't really care, and they just kind of give the, the violator a slap on the wrist and say, knock it off. So, if you are real set on having something like that in place, I recommend a very extreme route. You can oh, co- <laughs> you can contact the FBI the next time a gift arrives in the mail. 
You tell them you received some verbal life threats from the family that sent it to you, and you're pretty sure the gift might be an explosive device. Oh, my. (laughs) Now, you get more serious protection, and your family ends up on a watch list, so they have to start being more mindful of their actions. And, well, if I'm going to be honest, I'm not really sure where I was going with this as far as the end game is concerned. (laughs) It's probably not going to work out well for either you or your family. So that advice is on you to decide what to do with. Yeah, it's kind of got to go with that train of thought for all of this advice. Yeah, honestly, I I don't know why you came to us in the first place because this is what you got. So um, I hope that helps. Yeah. (laughs) Anything you want to add on that before we leave Marissa to dwell on what we've given her? If you use one of our advices, let us know how it goes. But if you use one of our advices and it goes horribly wrong, do not tell anyone else that you heard from here. Yeah, yeah. Message us privately to let us know what happened. It's probably or, the safest thing. Well, I don't know that I trust any kind of communication, private or otherwise. That stuff is traceable now. So you're going to have to do some more effort. You're going to have to train a carrier pigeon to deliver <laughs> specifically to our address, which you don't have despite being family. And it's not against you. It's just kind of like a, a general policy I have as a whole for all family members. So I guess before this episode goes out, I'll have to get in contact with you to give you the address uh, for the, the homing pigeon. Yeah, so. homing pigeon's probably safe. Unless the FBI has their own tracker homing pigeons. That's true. I wonder if they do aerial bird fights uh, over messages. They probably do. So the pigeon's not going to be a good way to get a hold of us. Is there another way it's safer? Are we going to have to go to, like, smoke signals? Is that old enough that maybe the FBI can't read the signal? Yeah, that might have to be our only option. Okay, so I'm going to need you to dig up some old history and figure out how to do smoke signaling. Um, I don't have time to figure out how to do smoke signaling, and I don't think it's going to work because I'm pretty sure by car we're an hour and a half apart or something like that. So I'm pretty sure the smoke's not going to be visible from here. But you are going to get the attention of the fire department and, uh, you know, do with that as you will. Yeah. Maybe you can maybe you can employ them to be secret agents on your behalf so long as you believe the FBI hasn't got to them too. Yeah, just make sure that they're not on the FBI's payroll. Yeah, I, I think it, I think the same rule applies to firefighters as it does with cops. You have to ask them if they are secret agents for the FBI, and they have to answer you honestly. <laughs> <laughs> this has gotten real fucking dumb real quick. <laughs> uh, don't take our advice. I, I hope you figure something out. I have nothing real to tell you because uh, reality is, is boring and terrible, and if you're really unhappy, I will give you an address to send those on to me, and we'll call me the less fortunate. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. All right. Well, I'm ready to move on to uh, Greener Pastures. Sounds good. Okay. So I'd like uh, to bring back another uh, segment that uh, we haven't done in a little bit. Last time we did, it was pretty good. We talked about Jimmy Carter's translation fails where he came to pleasure all of the people of, <laughs> uh, I believe it was Ukraine. That sounds right. Close enough, I'm sure. Um, But this week, I'd like to slap you with a different dick. Uh, That is, did you know, not, uh, well, you know, not the same way life has been doing to you this week. 
Well, I can't get enough of these. Yeah. So, uh, this week's dick is there's an area of Yellowstone Park that has a 50 square mile zone of death where you can get away with anything, including murder. I actually already knew about this. I think you. I figured you did because I think uh, it came to my attention by a TikTok that Kristen sent me. So I figured she uh, uh, inevitably sent it to you as well. Yep. So I won't go into the whole article that's uh, tied into this, but essentially what it is um, is and here's me trying to be lawyer and figuring out if I know what I'm talking about. Which you uh, don't. Yeah, I don't. Um, so essentially, uh, Yellowstone National Park is in Idaho. Um, maybe I do need to read a little bit of this to figure out what I'm talking God damn about. It. Uh, okay, so the District of Wyoming has purview over all of Yellowstone, even the parts in Montana or Idaho. Uh, so if somebody were to commit a crime and be tried for uh, the crime um, committed in Yellowstone, that person has a right to a jury composed entirely of people living in both Idaho and the District of Wyoming since they overlook the national park um since no one lives in the idaho part of yellowstone because you can't live in a national park a jury cannot be formed and therefore someone who committed a crime there would walk free because they cannot have an actual court proceeding that's interesting yeah so it's something that's been a problem i don't know how long this has been an issue i don't know if it's been like the entirety of since yellowstone was um deemed a national park or not um but essentially congress has tried passing laws before but it never for some reason has gone through i wonder if some of them have like this as a secret spot they're like well i can't shut down my murder hole oh there's probably people that like use that spot for very nefarious things so of course they would want to block it yeah, I didn't look into any history as far as what has been done there. I assume horrible, horrible things. Um, you know, it kind of reminded me of something. I know you have never played RuneScape before, um, but I played it when I was a teenager, and I loved it, and I keep trying to find the time to go back and play it, but I'm also playing games on the PS5, the Switch, uh, on the backbone for mobile games. So there's literally just not the time in the world to do it. But in RuneScape, um, close to the beginning town where you first do the tutorial and get your first several quests, there is an area of barren land outside of this gate. And they don't warn you when you walk out into this barren land that it becomes a uh, free PvP area. And oh, geez. so my my initiation, like so many others who played RuneScape, was going uh, through the tutorial and then just kind of being thrown into the game and being like, I, I don't know where anything is. I don't know what, how to do these quests. I don't know where to find more quests. Like it, to me, it was kind of like an obscure thing. I couldn't figure it out. And so I would be like, hey, can anyone help me do this quest? I don't know where to go. And somebody who's very experienced, who is like, you know, 100 levels or whatever, um, and decked out in like complete suits of armor would be like, oh, yeah, I can walk you over there. No problem. And they would walk you out to this field and then murder you. <laughs> but... I don't, I don't know what it was that they did it for. Like, I assume just to troll and be dicks, but, like, you didn't have very much coin. You didn't have gold on you. You had probably a few runes. You had some bones from animals you killed, like, some wood. There was, like, nothing that they couldn't have just gotten themselves really easily. So well, People like that just like to be dicks, so I'm I, sure that they just did that just to be an asshole. I really think that's what it is. So I, I kind of I, I, I laughed when I read about this 50 square miles of uh, death zone where you can commit any crime. 
time. Um, and, I, and RuneScape came to mind because, of course, it's all back to video games with us and everything else. Yep, video games are our lives, pretty much. But I'm surprised. I assume you've seen the Purge movies. They're a pretty good series. I actually have not. Really? That's surprising. Not not any of them at all? Nope. Uh, it's, they're on my list to watch. I just never got around to it. Okay. Well, I won't spoil like the origin of it, because um, I think it's like the third movie goes into why the Purge came into effect and how it got pushed into happening. Um, but you know the idea of it, that 24 hours is legal to do anything you want to do and nothing yep. will be prosecuted. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of am surprised, very honestly, that um, this hasn't been like a legal purge area, that it's not like this 50 square miles of Yellowstone Park isn't just like bloodshed once a year just to get the aggravation out. Well, I guess it's just good to know that humans are somewhat decent. I don't know that they are. I just think it's a matter of nobody's thought to, to do this yet. Yeah, maybe we're going to be the ones that makes this go viral, and then everybody's going to know about it. Everybody's going to go there. That's not how I wanted this to get famous. We've got to get famous somehow. Right, I guess. Uh, that wasn't what I had in mind, but I guess they'll take what we can get. Yeah, so if it if, works, it works. So do we use it as a threat? Do we tell people if they don't start sharing the podcast with everyone they know and, and grow us that way, we're going to threaten to create the real purge and do it that way ourselves? Hey, if it gets us views, it gets us views. Uh, the one chip challenge wasn't enough. Now we got to start the purge. Yeah, the one chip challenge definitely wasn't enough. <laughs> so uh, real quick before we hop out of this one, I did want to – I got curious. I was like, what what things are illegal in Idaho that you could probably get away with in Yellowstone Park? So I found a list of things, and I don't know how true they are. Um, one law that I thought was really funny that I found disappointingly inaccurate was that you're not allowed to fish off the back of a camel. Uh, in Idaho. Yeah, it was a very specific. Um, when I looked into it, it looked like somebody had already debunked it and had made mention that it's not, the law doesn't specifically say on the back of a camel. It says something broadly like um, a mammal in general, and then it goes on to include things like uh, camels and a couple of other examples. So That's weird. somebody mm-hmm. just said, oh, they said camel. It's definitely the law. Um, but it's weird that anyone's trying to fish off the back of anything anyway, so. It's weird that anybody wants to fish in general. Right. Yeah, I never found the appeal to it. And I've done it a few times, and it's just, it's not for me. Everything from uh, stabbing the worm on the hook to trying to pull a hook out of a fish's mouth, I can't. It's not for me. I have nothing against people that like to fish. Uh, it's It's just boring as fuck. Yeah, you and I are screen boys. We like to have something in our faces. Yeah, the last time we went to Florida, uh, it was me and my dad, his girlfriend, and her two kids. It was their first time going out of state, and they really wanted to try fishing, and I wanted to kill myself the entire time. And I'm pretty sure I played on my Switch the whole time. Yeah, that sounds right. So here's some things that are illegal in Idaho that you could do, I guess, if you took it to Yellowstone National Park. Um, you cannot take bicycles onto a tennis court. That is a, a, a legality issue. Um, I guess, though, that one requires a little more effort. You have to successfully bring in the construction uh, material and work to have a tennis court built in Yellowstone and then quickly park bikes on it, and then nobody can do anything about it. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work, so it's not for us. Um Let's see here. 
non-married couples who have sex can be jailed for up to six months. So that you could take out your lover to Yellowstone and pork your life away, I guess, and nothing will uh, nothing will happen. Wait, say that law again. Non-married couples who have sex can be jailed for up to six months. I don't That's know. A... I, I, like I said, I don't know if these are all true or if they were true at one point and have since then be, been overwritten or appealed. Uh, but that is what this article that was as of... Scroll, scroll, scroll. Went too far. Uh, I don't have a year that I can see. It's on a radio just... station, so... Idaho just really doesn't like premarital sex, I guess. Oh, there we go. It was actually published February 28th of this year. Huh. Uh, yeah, Idaho does not like premarital sex. Um, oh, apparently, also, a boy may only court a girl after obtaining written permission from her father. That one is also supposed to be true. That's weird. <laughs> they are uh, a little more conservative than my conservative that I grew up with. Yeah, really. Uh, let's see. What else is here? Snakes have been banned from biting humans on Sunday, except when it's snowing. <laughs> so I guess if it's snowing, um, they can only bite you then on the Sunday. But if it's in Yellowstone, all bets are off. Let's see. Do they prosecute the snake or do they prosecute you? I think it's punishable by death. I mean, it's probably one of those things that they can't throw the snake in jail, though they do on a regular basis. Uh, that was dumb. Um but I imagine that they must prosecute and then uh, deliver an execution to the snake. Oh, probably deserves it anyway. Um, so uh, last one I want to do real quick, in addition to um, not being able to have sex uh, if you're not married, PDA actually has a time limit on it in Idaho. You cannot show public display of affection for more than 18 minutes. Does that include like hand-holding or is that just like making out? Um, PDA, I'm assuming, depending on who's looking at it, but if it's the crusty old white man that wrote the law, I'm going to say it's anything that requires more than, or uh, less than uh, a foot apart shoulder. So does that include holding hands and stuff? I would assume so. That's pretty affectionate. Wow. So So does that mean you can have, like, public sex, though? If you're in Yellowstone, yeah, you can lay your lover down and... No, I mean... Oh. In general... It, uh, it's if it's, you bust if you bust within eighteen minutes, is that legal? But you're not allowed to have unmarried sex. So if you're a married couple and your affection goes less than eighteen minutes, then maybe. But I mean, I mean, I guess that's still public nudity. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I was gonna say, but well, if your pork steeple is hidden in the ham wallet, then are you really naked? You don't see was, anything. That was a real sentence. <laughs> Thank you, Bloodhound um, Gang. <laughs> um, I mean, that, I guess you could argue in a court of law if you really wanted to. But, I mean, when you think about 18 minutes, it's like, dude, we don't really need that much time, right? Like, we could just knock it out and go about our way. Yeah, who needs, who needs those two-hour-long sex sessions? I, I guess the next time you can't hold your load and you're going to bust early, you can blame the whole law and, uh, and take the easy route. Yeah, just say that you yeah, yeah. Look, babe, we're not trying to buses. we're not trying to go to prison, right? So let's just skip the foreplay. <laughs> I know you didn't get off, but I need to get this in under eighteen. Otherwise, <laughs> I promise I'd make love to you all night. 
<laughs> oh my god uh, so there's some things that are uh, illegal in Idaho as a whole but you could take uh, your lover to Yellowstone and no one's going to stop you from uh, what was it hiding your, your what now and what hiding the pork steeple and the ham the wallet pork steeple and the ham wallet that's, uh, that's what it is I'm going to go ask Do not- Kristen once we get off of here if she would like to play that game and see what she says do you not listen to Bloodhound Gang? I know only the one song that's very famous that everybody knows. Oh. Uh, yeah. then, that whole song is, the one I was referring to, is literally just different names for a penis and vagina. I've never listened to any other song from the Bloodhound Gang, but it doesn't surprise me in the least bit. I actually really like their stuff. I don't think I've ever... I don't think I could ever identify another one of their songs. I may have heard other things, but I think they're kind of considered one of those almost one-hit wonders where everyone knows one song and then didn't know they made other music. Yeah, I ended up getting a couple CDs of theirs, and I kind of got obsessed with it in high school. So, anything you want to add on Idaho or Yellowstone Park before we get on to the next one? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, we are rapidly approaching the end here, so let's just go ahead and barrel straight to it. So I can play Overwatch, hopefully. Uh, yeah, play Overwatch, hopefully. I've tried to buy um, Blizzard as much time as possible, but you are getting um, untethered, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to bring back another segment that we started recently, uh, looking for haunted objects for you to call your own. This might be my favorite segment. <laughs> well, I uh, I promised I wouldn't do just dolls, knowing that dolls were a um, personal creep out of yours. Uh, but I came across this one, and I thought it sounded like the uh, ideal gift for you. Oh, boy. So um, we are looking at what is now a purchased doll, unfortunately. So I'm sorry to say that you can't have it, but the seller uh, seller's name is Abigail's Dolls. I'm assuming she's got more for you. Oh, yeah, it sounds like she has a whole bunch more for me. <laughs> but uh, this one in particular um, is uh, kind of a creepy, sad doll. Uh, she looks like she just got put in timeout. Um, I will post a picture of that, obviously, with all the rest of our uh, content uh, on uh, Instagram and Facebook, so you can find those there. Um, so the, uh, the uh, listing for this particular doll starts off, this freak, in all capital letters, freak, <laughs> I like to call vicious. Now, off to a bad start. First off, this the word this is not capitalized, despite being the first word of the sentence. Freak is in all capitals, which makes me wonder now if it is a freak of nature or a freak in the sheets. Oh, I didn't even like think of that possibility. I feel like people are fucking these dolls, but they're not openly saying it. You know... People fuck everything. That would not surprise me. <laughs> I guess if you don't have to go out and buy like a complicated, uh, expensive toy that will inevitably die on you after a few uses, you could just go after the old, the old porcelain porker. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you could put your pork steeple in those. Yeah, they got ham wallets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. This freak I like to call vicious because I don't have a name for them, nor do I know if they are a boy or a girl. They're just crazy, and they like to creep on me just about anyone else that lives around them. Um, so I'm thinking this feels like Chucky vibes already. Oh, I think all dolls, dogs, all dolls give Chucky vibes. I mean, they're kind of affiliated by at least, I don't know if you want to call them a race or a, a, a people or I don't know, but... Um, 
Yes, they had affected my neighbors until I confronted them about it. So they at least listen. You can tell them to stop being naughty, and they will, apparently. Well, they're well-behaved. Well, I, I'm sorry. I, I spoke too soon. The next sentence is, now they don't anymore. <laughs> but the oh. activity in my house has amped up. All right, so here you go. Here's uh, what you can look forward to from this thing. Uh, this thing crawls around and laughs from time to time. They, they think that uh, scaring you is pretty funny, but just know that as soon as one thing starts to wear off and not work anymore, they'll change it up and find something else to get you. It's like a game Ew. for them. Ew. Yeah, that's um, that's already pretty disheartening. I'd like to mention, too, we didn't talk about the price point. Uh, they were trying to sell this doll as a buy now option for $85, but it looks like whoever got this lovely creature is uh, got it for a best offer instead, but they don't reveal how much it was. Oh, boy. <laughs> so uh, the seller says, I just act scared. This thing isn't evil, I don't think. Just really creepy and attention-seeking. I feel like this is a girlfriend trying to defend the abusive boyfriend. Like, I know he hits me and he puts a cigarette out of <laughs> my neck, but he's not evil. He's just misunderstood. I don't know about that. This doll looks fucking evil that doll the doll in the the original i don't know are there multiple pictures of the doll or is it just the one uh just the uh yeah just the one okay i was gonna say the at least the um the head photo looks like they just got told they can't creep out the neighbors anymore <laughs> um so here's something else that i like to do um they can be mean by how they try to scare you. They can cross the line sometimes, like by yanking your shower open in the middle of your solo. Very aggravating. So <laughs> not not only is this doll probably not fuckable, but it also will ruin your your uh, individual happy time. Yeah, that's no fun. Uh, I think if, if a doll fucking opens the shower in the middle of my solo, that doll has invited itself to my playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you open the door to try to ruin my good time, you get to become the good time. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> you will become the fuck doll. Yeah, exactly. Uh I wasn't going to put my 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 dick in you uh originally, but now that you've uh basically asked for an uh, invitation, here we go. Yep. Um so it just goes on to end saying if you have any questions for me about this little weirdo, don't hesitate to ask. Um I've had to move in with my mother's into my mother's house recently, and she doesn't like my dolls. Thankfully, she's given up or given me time to adopt them all out instead of expecting me to throw them all out. She knows that I could never do that, as I see them all as living beings. Well, if your fuck doll rips open your shower door, I'm pretty sure it is a living being. Yeah, uh, that's what spooky bitch. So, what do you think, buddy? Is eighty-five too much to ask for? How much was the last one? Was that like 150? It was something stupid. It was far more expensive than it should have been. Yeah, but the, also the last one could tell your fortune or some shit. That's this true. one just like gives you heart attacks. Yeah, the last one uh, did tell your fortune, and but it spoke vaguely to you. It wouldn't tell you outright what fortune meant. You had to mull on it and then figure it out down the road. But it still had a use. This one just sounds like an asshole. It really is. I like, too, that it likes to crawl on the ceiling and uh, pull pranks on you that scare you. Like, no wonder the mother didn't want the fucking doll in there. I wouldn't have given you a chance to fucking sell it. I would have just kicked it the fuck out and punted it as far as I fucking could. When you do that to haunted dolls, the haunted dolls come back and punt you. 
That is true. I have heard a lot of stories about that. Now, granted, those are fictional stories mostly, uh, or at least claimed to be, uh, not claimed to be, but um, does, um, what is the word I'm looking for? They are... Fuck! What's the word when you're when you um, are essentially declaring that it is in fact fake, so not to worry about it? It's gonna come to me at like four in the morning. I'm gonna shoot up and shout the word in my sleep. <laughs> I don't know. And regardless, though, um, yeah, yeah. So generally, when you've heard of these stories, it's all ideally fiction. But there are people who have said, obviously, people who think this is real, and they say that uh, this particular person said it happens to them. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that uh, let that be a lesson to all haunted dolls: do what you will, but if you interrupt the solo time, it becomes a duo time. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. That's what I got for you as far as haunted. Maybe if we do the segment again, not that I don't enjoy doing it, but we I talked about possibly consolidating our uh, segments and structuring a little bit differently. Um, if we do it again, uh, I will try to find something other than a doll this time. <laughs> There's so many things in the world of haunted objects, like dibbit boxes. Well, speaking of things that will haunt us, are you ready to end this thing on the worst of humanity? As always. <laughs> so uh, we already found our word. Um, hungry unicorn is what we're going with. Um, I feel like they're all sexual acts. I was going to say this one sounds like it's probably a sexual act, but I think they all pretty well have been. Yeah, it's pretty safe to say. I think all of them are going to be sexual acts. Is there not anything on Urban Dictionary that isn't sexual? Not really. It's just like you can't properly traumatize somebody unless you're having sex with them first. <laughs> yeah, in the uh, worst ways possible. Uh, okay, so Hungry Unicorn. I think I've got an idea for it. It's probably tamer than what I what it probably is. Um, do you have anything that comes to mind, or do you want me to start... I have an idea that is so out there, I don't think it's going to be right. I'm so excited to hear what it is, though. All right. So, I'm thinking the guy smashes, like, one of those nutty buddies, the ice cream cones, Uh on their forehead. Okay. And then fucks the girl with it. Okay. And then forces the girl to eat it. After it's been in her butt and or vagina. Now, you say it's probably so far out there that it's not even remotely related. But honestly, so many of these horrible things <laughs> have been something like that. That's true. So, yours is a little bit more involved and, and um, involves eating more than what mine was. My idea was that the guy presses his erect dick to the girl's forehead and then she tries to gobble at his balls like they're like a carrot on a string <laughs> that i see where you're going with it but that does seem too tame for what i'm sure this is gonna be yeah that's 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 what came to mind for me though so if uh, you're ready to lock in your answer we'll see what an actual hungry unicorn is yep let's see what it is okay uh oh okay you were off to a wrong start it, it has to do with gay sex oh where one male puts on a strap on dildo on his head and then he sticks it up the other male's ass while licking and sucking his balls oh okay so kind of 50 percent right on this one i guess <laughs> I didn't see... Um, I, I mean, we were both kind of right. 
So, yeah, there's another one. Um, sounds like it's pretty well the same thing. Strapping a dodo to your forehead and penetrating a male that is on all fours. Once the dodo is inserted into his bum, the testicles are inserted into the giver's mouth, giving the, making the giver a hungry unicorn. <laughs> Example is, get on all fours, bitch, I'm a hungry unicorn. <laughs> 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 it's so fucking stupid. All <laughs> oh, these are... Oh, Jesus Christ. I I can't. Um, one of the uh, people who who suggested the first one that we read uh, goes by the hungry one on oh. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> wow. So uh, it seems like they, they may have been a creator. They came up with that all the way back in 2006, back before I was still trying to be a good Christian boy and uh, <laughs> not acknowledge that things like this existed. <laughs> uh, anything you want to add before we get on? Uh-uh, I think okay. I'm good. All right, let's uh, let's do a little bit of mind cleanser for our poor listeners, and we will uh, see how this dragon goes. Sounds good. Is now really the best time to discuss how to get your wife to stop sleeping around? <sighs> You're right, man. I'm sorry. It's, it's just taking up all of my attention. How's your wife been? Is she and the kids good? Dead. The dragon kills him every time it comes in. Oh, oh, yeah. But you you get them back when the player kills it, right? I swear, sometimes it's like you don't hear any of the words that come out of my mouth. What? Oh, oh, no, no, I remember now. I, I just, uh, there's a lot going on in my mind, you know? Uh, the glitch that happened in one of the dragon attacks makes him disappear when the quest is finished, right? Yeah... I mean, what am I supposed to do? Just go off and fight the dragon and save my family? Villagers have a zero level. That thing must be at least 20. No, man, I got you. Now, it might be a little too late for me, but there's still a chance for you and to get your love back. Come on, let's go. I'll run a distraction so the dragon comes after me. That will give you the chance to get your family to safety, and if we time this right, no one gets hurt. Player gets all the glory, and you get your family back. I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up and have them taken away from me. What have we got to lose? We'll respond if it goes wrong, right? I don't know. The world has been buggy lately. I remember seeing Jalafi and Rombers killed in a raider onslaught during another player's mission. They never came back. Well, they didn't have a best friend to watch their back, did they? Alright, I trust you. Let's save my family. Hey, you big ugly beast! Come over this way! Go on, hurry, get your family, I've got you covered! Oh, Allison! No! Are you kidding me? Oh shit. No, 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 no! Ah, glitch! If you want to stay in touch with the podcast, you can reach us at a multitude of places. Join us in our Discord server, where fellow dummies chat with each other, share memes that are a little spicy for social media platforms. You can find the link to that in our other social media platforms. You can join us on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction, where you can join other dummies in participating in weekly discussions about the episodes, as well as polls from our icebreakers and even more shit posting. 
We make announcements over at Twitter at O4EPod, where you can stay up to date on any news from us regarding episode drops, special announcements, and potentially contests in the future. And if you want to see content related to each episode, we usually post about three to four images or links, videos, and more about the content that we cover, and you can find that over at Instagram or on our Facebook page at Overdue for Extinction. We also have a TikTok also at Overdue for Extinction, where you can find more things to laugh at after you've obviously listened to our week's episode. If you also want to send us personal dumb stories to be read on the show or other great content related to segments we do, you can send that material over to us at overdueforextinction at gmail.com, as well as in our Discord server where we have channels dedicated to each segment. Be sure to also give us your birth date so we can do a personal birthday shout out and a Florida Man story just for you. Be sure also to rate and review the show to help other dummies find their way home to us. And be sure to spread the good word to others as well as inviting your your friends, your family, and your mortal enemies to join our social media platforms. Because who would want to hoard all the good times for themselves? And most importantly, stay smart and stay safe, dummies. Overdue for extinction.